two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Minister J.C. Yarday, and this is Rising Hope Ministries State of Your Faith devotional. I greet in the blessed name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May his grace and his mercy rest and abide in our lives today. Man, it is Thursday. We made it over hump day. Now, we get, now we're able to look forward to the weekend. Uh, half a day and one more day, we're done. We have, well, you guys will be done. <laughs> you, you'll have your weekend. Um, I usually, um, I don't work on Saturdays, but I usually find myself working on Sundays. But, hey, at least it's a weekend. You know, we can look forward to the weekend. So, guys, today we're still talking about choose who you're going to be. And I really don't have any announcements other than um, come join us tonight at 6 o'clock for God Power Studies. Minister Tony and myself, we will be um, breaking down um, uh, what is the good news. Come and be a part of that. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be powerful. Um, let's get into that word. Let's break it down so it can be a benefit to our lives. Join Minister Tony and myself tonight at 6 o'clock for God Powered Studies. We look forward to seeing you there. Also, um, if you want to support the ministry, we do um, uh, appreciate your, your, your support. Any support that you can give, it is greatly appreciated. You can text GIVE to 678-619-5560. You can give through Givelify. Just look up Rising Hope Ministries in Atlanta, Georgia. I believe we're the only ones in Atlanta, Georgia. And if you want to make it super, super simple um, and you have a PayPal account, um, put in the email address, donations at risinghopeministries.org. Those are some of the ways. And of course, you can always go to our website and click the Give uh, button, and you can give through the website as well. All these ways are super secure, um, and that way your information is not compromised by in any way, shape, or form. And any amount that you give gets a big um, gratitude from not only my heart, but I know Minister Tony's heart as well. We do appreciate any any support that you do give. 
So um, let's go ahead and I'm going to pray us in and we're going to hop into today's word because I have a lot of scriptures that I have to go through. I'm kind of excited to talk about this topic um, only because I've seen it manifest itself in my life. So um, it has a this topic has a special meaning to, uh, to me because today we're going to be talking about um, today's topic is the fruit that we bear. So we're going to be talking about that today and it does have a special meaning for me. Uh, Let's go, let's go before the Lord. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace on this day. Lord, allow me to deliver this word as you have given it to me, Heavenly Father. Not holding anything back, but giving it to them in its fullness. Not adding anything to it, nor taking anything away. And Lord, let this word go forth and do all that you have commanded to do. Lord, I pray that you command this word to encourage, empower, and inspire these your people. I pray this word will touch somebody in their darkest hour where they can realize they can abandon any schemes or any plans that they have that are not of you, begin to seek you out and know that they'll be found by you. Lord, I pray that this word will touch somebody in their loneliest hour when they realize that they are not alone and that they can call out, call out to you and you will respond to them immediately. I thank you for this word, Holy Father, because I know that I know that I know this word will not return to you void. Now, Holy Father, thank you for the opportunity to stand before your throne of grace and declare, Thus saith the Lord. Now, Lord, let me stay humble, not only before your throne of grace, but before the people to whom you've called me to serve. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Once again, brothers and sisters, I welcome you, um, each and every one of you, uh, to today's uh, State of Your Faith devotional. And we're going to continue. Well, uh, just remember... Uh, I know there's a lot of you guys who are brand new, and we welcome you to the State of Your Faith um, devotionals. These devotionals really start on Monday, and they go all the way through until Friday, and we start a new series um, the following Monday. If you miss any of these, you can also see them on our um, Facebook feed, but um, by the end of this month, you'll be able to catch the series in full on our YouTube page. So if you go to Empowering Your Faith um, on YouTube, you will find us there, and there you will be able to see all these messages from Monday through Friday in its entirety. And you can also go and, and see them um, on our website in, in their entirety or you can go to Vimo and, and catch them in their entirety. We're in the process of cataloging and getting everything um, straightened up. So um, that's why I said by the end of the month. By the end of the month, we'll have our processes and procedures in place where you guys will be able to um, see that uh, uh, more easily. So all, t all of those who are new to the State of Your Faith devotional, welcome, welcome, welcome. We, we appreciate you. We love you. And we thank God for you. So let's go ahead and um, get into this word today. So um, today we're going to be talking about, of course, we're still in the, in, in the main subject, uh, choose who you're going to be. On Monday, we talked about choose who you're going to be. And we talked about that it is a, it, 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 it is a choice, right? You, this is a choice that you have to make. Too many times in this life, we decide that um, we're going to ride this middle ground. We're going to live in this gray area. We're going to do mostly good. And we want to say that God knows our heart. And that's that's the thing that's going to get us into heaven. That's the, that's the thing that's going to get us into his rest. But I, I, I remember... Remind you on. Uh, I remind you in 
Revelations chapter 3 verses 15 through 16 where God says he knows all the things that you do that you're neither hot nor cold and that he would wish that you were one of them so the gray area brothers and sisters we found out on Monday will get us in more hot water with God than anything else you have to pick a side and make your decisions uh, uh, based on the word and not based on the world and then on um, Tuesday we talked about the heart right we, we talked about uh, uh, our hearts and we found out on Tuesday that God says that the heart is the most deceitful thing in the body but we also found out that God can cleanse the heart because David said clean uh, 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 created me a clean heart and we know that God can clean our hearts and we should follow our hearts desires and our hearts desires should be that um, that our heart's desire should be that which God has called us to. We should be following God. The Bible tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God. But 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 we also know and we found out that that we should not be trying to put our desires on the things of this world because when we put our desires on the things of this world it moves out the desires that God has given us see we can't have both the desires you can't have you can't, you can't want to have a uh, um, uh, uh, million dollars in the bank and fancy cars and, and big houses and also have the desires of God in your heart understand this one thing when you follow the desires of uh, uh, of your heart that God has given you when you follow God's desires in your heart for you, he will add all the things that you want. But when you follow the desires that this world is, is, is showing you, trying to get you distracted, then you are following after the world and those things are only temporary. They're only there. The things of the world are designed to, 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 to satisfy your emotional needs at that very moment. So that's what we found out. And then on yesterday, on yesterday, we, we talked about uh, uh, how do people see us? You know, we have those we have those three personas. This the people this the person that we strive to be every day. And then it's the person that the world sees. And then it's the person that um, our friends and family sees. And, and this ties into our topic today our topic today is the fruit that we the fruit that we bear and so let me go ahead and bring that in right now and so I want to give us a, a reminder from Matthew I'm gonna to go to the book of Matthew chapter 7 let me see did I get rid of it nope I didn't there it goes Matthew chapter 7 verses 16 through 20 and we find these words you can identify them you can identify them by their fruit that is by the way they act you can pick grape can you pick grapes from a, from thorn bushes or figs from thistles a good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit a good tree cannot produce good a good tree cannot produce bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit so every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire yes 
Just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, you can also identify people by their actions. Brothers and sisters, people are identifying you by your actions. Remember what Jesus told the disciples. The world will identify you. The world will know you how you love one another. Get this. He said how you will love one another, not how you would love God. And we're going to get into that in one second. But the world will identify you as being followers of Christ, believers of Christ, not on how you love God, but how you love one another. Because when you and, and, and one another is just not a brother to brother in the, in the body, but one another is everybody who's connected in your atmosphere. And you hear me, and you guys hear me say your atmosphere. And what I mean by your atmosphere, see, when you have uh, 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 people who are in your atmosphere, and they're not necessarily family and friends and co-workers and things like that. Yes, they are a part of your atmosphere, but it's also, when I say the people in your atmosphere, it also includes those people that you have very limited interactions with. It might be the, the, uh, uh, the cashier at the grocery store. It might be the cashier at the gas station. It might be the homeless person that you have to walk over to get into your job every day it might be somebody that you guys you guys arrive at work at the same time you ride the elevator up at the same time you know of them but you don't know who they are uh, uh, but those people are the people in your atmosphere and believe it or not you have an effect on those people in your atmosphere as they have an effect on you because you are in their atmosphere my wife and I uh, um, my wife and I have two totally separate atmospheres because she has the people at her work in, 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 in her job and, and, and she interacts with a lot of different people that I don't even come into contact with. So as she is out there interacting with the people in her atmosphere, her being a child of God, her being a, a God's spokesman, she affects that atmosphere different from mine. But here's the blessing behind it. When the two of us are together and, 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 and we go out as a couple, the both of us have a double effect on the atmosphere in which we are interacting with at that very moment in time. So I just wanted to break down what I meant by atmosphere, and that's where we are. So you affect the people in your atmosphere by your actions, and they can identify you by your actions. So it begs to differ what kind of fruit can we bear as being um, uh, children of God, followers of God, um, ones that we call ourselves Christians. And we can find that in um, Galatians uh, 5, 16 through 20. And it reads like this, you can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. Can you pick up grapes? Oh, wow. You know what? I double look that let me go ahead and um, I, I definitely want to read this so let me get my other screen up and let me pull it up because I made a mistake and I apologies for that so okay so Galatians 16 through 20 it reads like this so I say let the Holy Spirit guide your lives 
then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature uh, uh, wants you to do evil, which is the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us the desires to do the opposite, do the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly, constantly fighting each other so that you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when directed by the spirit, you are you are not under the obligation of the laws of Moses. When you are following the desires of your, oh, 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 let me, I don't want to talk about that. Um, so I'm skipping down to verse 22. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, ki uh, peace patience, kindness, goodness, and fruitfulness gentleness and self-control there are no laws against these now understand this brothers and sisters remember when we talked about the heart how god said that the heart is the most deceitful thing because the heart is made of flesh and 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 our flesh our, our desire for the things of the flesh can overpower us and overcome us and it's a constant battle within us when we are fighting these uh, these battles. Paul wrote in uh, 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 Romans chapter 7, oh, what a miserable person that he is because he wants to do good, but often he doesn't do what is good because there is that force that is within him. And again, when he when Paul is writing to the people of Galatians, he's talking about that sinful nature of force that is within us. That's our heart that compels us. It's our heart that wants to, don't get me wrong here, brothers and sisters, we all want to provide for our families. We all want to make sure that our children have the best of the best of everything. Heck, we want the best of the best for ourselves. And to have that requires a lots of lots of money, a lot, lots of resources. And so, you know, when we step out there and we want to get the latest game system, we just don't want to get the basic game system. We want to get the platinum game system with the extra games and the extra controllers and the wireless controllers not the wired controllers. These are all the little bells and whistles that we want, and that costs extra money. But the, 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 the desires that is within us, the heart desire within us, is compelling us to do things that, that, that we know we can't afford. You might whip out that credit card, oh, I got enough money on the credit card, and charge it, but how are you going to pay it back? Because now you're overextending. So you make the minimum payment on the credit card. Guess what? That makes the credit cards ha happy. Because when you just make the minimum payments on your credit cards, now they get to charge interest on the money that still that, that they're still so-called loaning you. But when we start making a little bit more payments and we get a little bit extra, now we got to get the latest game or we got to get the latest this. Don't you ever notice how... Uh, technology advances so quick that as soon as you buy the latest gadget, there's an update to it two or three months later. It's almost like they're, 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 they're counting the fact that, okay, he should have enough money or she should have enough money on her credit card now to afford this update. So you can go out there and you can swipe that credit card again, put more uh, uh, debt on yourself just so you can have the latest update. It's the bondage. It's the, that's the bondage that the world wants to keep you in. 
we have to be able to break this cycle and break this bondage and it starts by choosing the type of person that we want to be and the fruits that we bear determines that person because we want to operate in love we want to operate in patience we want to operate in self-control in discipline and, and 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 when we operate in those things we can say to our children or to ourselves and say you know what hey let's go ahead and get the basic because i can afford the basic system right now because we want to be able to give our children the things that we can never uh, provide that was never provided for our, for ourselves when we were young so let's go ahead and do that and and but we know that we can afford that we don't have to whip out the credit card and or even if you have to whip out the credit card you know when the bill is due you can make that full payment and that way you're not paying extra interest to a credit card company and then you can build slowly build up to the system that you want because you have the basics and so when the updates come up three months later now you can afford the updates and not be indebted to a world system that is designed to try to keep you in the poorhouse. Here's the thing, brothers and sisters, that comes, that's part of the fruit of the Spirit that the Holy Spirit gives us because that's self-discipline, that's patience, that is self-control. Let me go back, and again, if you see me looking off to the side here, it's because I have my, I have another screen right here that I can read off of. Um, so it says, again, I just want to make sure we get these, these down. Love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, fruitfulness, and look, look, there's that word, fruitfulness, gentleness, self-control patience and self-control. And, 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 and let me fall back to uh, uh, um, second, uh, first, second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, where we don't have the spirit of fear, but we have the spirit of power and what self control. That is the, that is one of the, the fruits of the spirit of having self control and, and brothers and sisters, we need to exhibit self-control. When, when, when somebody's pushing your buttons, and you have to understand that, that, that we are in an adversarial system uh, spiritually, there is an enemy out there and that enemy will sometimes send people to you to push your buttons and to try to get you off your game and when they're pushing your buttons and 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 and, and they're pushing and they're pushing and they're pushing they can push to the point where you lose your self-control and you do something that you will regret later. You might throw a punch. You might do something that might cause yourself to get into some kind of trouble. I was watching a show um, uh, with my wife. Um, what was it? Um, something. Marriage Boot Camp Hip Hop Edition, right? And there, um, there was a couple on there, and during one of the uh, during one of the exercises, uh, during uh, one of the exercises, uh, they were able to buzz each other, right? Like give each other a little bit shock if they were doing something that they know they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be doing, or they were exhibiting a trait that could take them down um, uh, 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 into a bad place. And so there was this one couple, and um, the female was doing something that was going to that he, that the gentleman didn't like. That was going to take him down to into a bad place. So he buzzed her. She didn't like it. She got mad. Yes, uh, yes, Tony. Um, 
she got mad and um and she kept on doing this and the more because she got mad she was losing self-control and so she was she forgot everything that she had learned and she started to uh, 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 go off and do um, some more stuff and some more stuff and some more stuff and he kept on buzzing her he kept on buzzing her so finally she uh, erupted in, in rage took the thing off and she was uh, cussing and fussing around the house while he was sitting at the table uh, she took an apple and she threw it at him hit him in the back of the head and so now the whole time that this is going on, she's fussing at him, and he, you know, like you said, remember, this was the things that she was doing was taking him to a bad place. He wasn't there, but it was taking him there, and she kept on going. She kept on going, which was pushing him further, further in the bad place. The buzzing that he was letting her know was, "Hey, what you're doing is taking me somewhere I don't want to be." Anyway, so now they get and and they're sitting before uh, uh, the host of the show. And, 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 and she gets in there and there's other couples in there. She's like, well, and she puts the blame on him. So every time she was doing something, saying something, it was pushing his buttons, pushing his buttons. But then when she got into the room and she said, well, it wasn't really my fault. It was his fault. That was the last button. And he snapped and he got up and he put his hands on her, which got him kicked out of the house because he lost self-control. She lost self-control a long time ago and kept on pushing the buttons, pushing the buttons, pushing the buttons to get him to lose control. And when he lost control, and then they were not able to complete the reason why they came there for it. Well, they were able to complete it, but they weren't able to complete it together. Listen, you are in an adversarial system and there's an enemy out there that's looking for any crack, any reason to get in to cause you to break your self-control, to break and not give any kind of, uh, 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 and not to give any kind of, uh, of kudos to God. That is the, 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 the goal of the enemy. Remember, to kill, steal, and destroy. And he does not want God to get any of the glory. I want to take you, um, I want to take you to John. We're going to look at John 15. Um, and this is where Jesus says a lot of stuff about the fruit and the fruit that we can bear. Okay. And bear with me as I break this down. So I'm going to try to go through it as fast as I can. So, in John 15, 1, we find these words, I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. So here, get this, and we read this a lot, a lot of times, but we overlook this first sentence. We like to go to the next sentence, which is powerful, but guess what? I come to believe in my studies of this, that this sentence right here is more powerful, is one of the, one of the most powerful systems in the whole uh, sentences in the whole chapter. I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener. S Jesus is saying here, listen, you have to follow me. If you don't follow me, God's going to get rid of all of those who do not follow me. I am the true grapevine. I am the, the truth, the way, and the life. 
follow me and 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 you will be okay without you can if you do not follow me then you are you 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 are out of favor with my father and my father will not maybe my father will get rid of you i am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener jesus is saying god has placed me here so that i can lead you to him if you do not follow me he will pick you up put you in the ash heap and not think about you no more then verse 2 he cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that bear fruit so that they will produce more. Now, this right here had me, like, had my mind going. I was like, God, what is it you're trying to show me here? What is it that you're trying to tell me? Get this. Not everybody who claims to be a Christian is a Christian because they can't produce the fruit of God. They call themselves Christians. They're dressing themselves up in Christian clothes, but they cannot produce the fruit of the Spirit because the Spirit is not within them. And those branches will be cut off. I think like this. Uh, um, the best, the best example, and and Tony, I'm going to use this as the best example that I can think of, the most modern example I can think of, is I asked Tony to be a part of of this ministry, and um, in during that time, because Tony, um, in, in a discussion that Tony and I had had, in a discussion that Tony and I was having. He had said some things that I said, well, maybe he might be interested in this. So I, 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 I offered him an invitation. And even with me offering him an invitation, he was kind of hesitant. He's like, no, nah, I don't know. I was like, well, I tell you what, I'm going to, and I pushed forward. I pushed forward in, 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 you know, you guys already know the end of the story because he's part of the ministry. So, you know, he accepted it. But now that he accepted it, when he accepted it, now I'm like, wait a second, maybe I was pushing, maybe God didn't want him to be part of this ministry, what's going on here? So now I have to uh, uh, um, watch him, and as he's growing, as he's coming into as God started using him, I'm like, okay, God gave me confirmation because God started using him in this ministry to help grow the ministry, and that was the confirmation. And as, get this, as Tony started to come in, other things started to push their way out. As Tony started to come in, there was some things that I had to let go because Tony was coming in and the, and the ministry started to grow. And I wanted to bring that up for this. And he prunes the branches that, so, and he prunes the branches to do, that do bear fruit so that it will produce more fruit. So Tony comes in. Remember, we are all branches. He, Jesus is the grapevine. We are his branches. So Tony comes in. The ministry was doing okay. But Tony comes in. There is, comes a growth spurt. But as Tony's coming in, other things are getting pushed out. Some things are getting cut off. Some things are going away as Minister Tony's come in. But get this. I started the ministry with 
to other ministers and 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 as we started to grow and this ministry started to uh, uh, come into come into its own those ministers by um, actions of God has pushed them out so now I felt myself by myself but when I decided get this when I had decided even though I'm by myself I'm gonna continue to do this work then God brings minister Tony in minister Tony comes in he starts to grow and other things starts to get pushed out and then as we become as we get to grow together and the ministry gets to grow together there was some things that we were adding and there were some things that we were cutting out and now what we were planning for 2020 get this what we are planning for 2020 to have a moderate and control growth god says no i'm in control of this and this is what we're going to do this is how we're going to do and we have this explosive growth and now we're cutting out even more things and we're making changes here and we're making changes there so that we can prepare for 2021 and in 2021 we're going to do some things bigger and greater things that we could we couldn't have done before because see we started producing a little bit of fruit God came in he pruned we started to grow we started and we started to produce a little bit more fruit and then God came in again and he pruned and then minister Tony came in and we started to grow even more and God came in and started pruning some more cutting some things away and now we had this explosive growth but God's not done with us yet he starts to prune and push some things out cut some things away and now we're even growing even more and now we're able to look into 2021 and now we're looking at things that we didn't think that we'll be able to do and until 2022 or 2023 god willing but now we're looking at 2021 in some of the things that we weren't planning on doing until 2022 or 2023 god will prune the believers so that we can produce even more fruit but I want to go through to verses three and four. And he says, this is Jesus speaking the whole time. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Brothers and sisters, God has a plan for your life. And this plan started from the moment that you were conceived. Get this, I didn't say from the moment you were born. The plan started from the moment you were conceived. Do you need, to, do you need a reminder? Turn to the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. For God says, I knew you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. I set you apart to be my spokesman to the nations. From the moment you were conceived, brothers and sisters, you have had a plan for your life. Now you were born, as it says in Psalms 51, that we were born into sin because this world has been given over to the prince of the air. And so we have been distracted. We have lost our way. We have been in the darkness, but God has called us out of the darkness. And now we walk in the truth that 
that is in him. And now that we know the truth, we can never go back to the darkness uh, 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 proclaiming that we did not know. Because we know the truth, we have to continue to walk in the purpose and the mission and the vision in which God has given us. And in order to be fruitful, Go back to Galatians 5, verse uh, 22. And what is one of the fruits of the Spirit? Uh, 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 faithfulness. Uh, uh, we have to be faithful to God. We have to be faithful to Christ because he is the true vine. We have to remain in him to accomplish all that God has accomplished. That We have to... Uh, um, we have to remain faithful to Christ to do all that God has called us to do because of who Christ is in our lives. We cannot step out of the boundaries. We cannot step out of the lines thinking that we are doing God's will, expecting God's blessing when we're not even walking or operating in the word that he has placed in our lives. We have, if you want to be if you want to bear good fruit, if you want to 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 to, to make the choice of following God, being with God, if that's the choice that you're making, you cannot do it without the word in your life. And brothers and sisters, you have to pick up this word more than on Sundays, more than on Wednesdays. You have to pick up this word every single day so that it can feed you. Verse 5, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Get that. When you remain in Christ, when you remain in him, he will remain in you and you will produce much fruit. Love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against there's, there's, there's no law against any of these things. You remember what I said on yesterday, right? You can walk into a room, and if the room is chaotic because there's something going bad, something crazy going on, and the room is just exploding, but you walk in the room and you can bring a calmness, you can bring that peace into you. Maybe now you guys can together figure out a solution to that problem and get rid of all that chaos. Nothing good comes out from trying to figure out a problem in, in the midst, excuse me, in the midst of chaos. It doesn't work that way. It never have and it never will. I know there's people out there that feel that feel like they do their best work when they're under pressure and in chaos. But ask yourself this, isn't there somebody who just uh, zoomed past you, got promoted above you because they had better problem, uh, uh, better problem, uh, 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 better at fixing problems than you? Maybe they had better anger management, problem management than you? Maybe you're not as good as you think you are. Maybe you should humble yourself and allow God to use you so you can produce some of this fruit that will elevate you and get you into the position that you deserve. 
Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown away like a useless branch and wither. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. And I'm running short of time. So let me, um, I want to get to uh, verses uh, 7 and 8. And then I got one more verse after that. So, 7 and 8. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you will ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Let me say this real quick. It says here, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you can ask of anything you want and it will be granted. Brothers and sisters, you have to get this word in you. You have to allow this word to take root in you. You have to remain on course. You have to remain in the vision and the mission in which God has given you. You want to bear good fruit. You want to be a good person. You want to be that person where somebody can say that that is a good person then you have to remain in Christ and his words have to remain in you and you cannot get his words in you if you do not pick up that Bible. For years, I went to church every Sunday. For years, I went to Bibles, uh, 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 Bible study every Wednesday. For years, I was in the church building every Saturday and Sunday and sometimes even Friday night because I was uh, volunteering. But guess what? In all those years, the only time I ever picked up the word was on Sunday or on Wednesday. Now I pick up this word every single day, not because I have to prepare for um, the Bible studies and the prayers that we do, but because I need to know and I need to get direction from God. So I have to get into this word. I have to know what God's will is for my life. I have to know how to combat the the enemy that is coming at me daily and or in, in, in order to, to repel the enemy, I have to have his word in me. See, I can't tell the enemy, I can't give the enemy any old kind of word because the enemy will brush it away. I have to give him the right word so that so that, so that he will be repelled and removed from me. Brothers and sisters, you have to get this word in you. You have to remain in this word and then anything that you want, anything that you could ask for, you you ask God for it and it will be granted to you. But see, when we ask God for it, we have to we have to practice one of the fruits that the Holy Spirit gives us. That's patience. We have to we have to practice that patience because God will say yes and amen, and we will get impatient as we are waiting for the 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 the, 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 the promised blessing that is coming our way. Because God doesn't operate on our timeline, we operate on his. But when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples, and this brings great glory to my Father. We have to continue to produce much fruit. In any circumstances, we have to love. In any circumstances, we have to remain calm and peaceful. We must hold our self-control. In any circumstances, we must be faithful to the God that we believe and to the God that we trust. How do you know that you trust God if you don't know his word and, and, and know that he wouldn't, act, he wouldn't want you to act in a certain way, say certain things? Brothers and sisters, in order to be fruitful, we must be kind and 
we must have goodness within us. We cannot be retaliatory. We cannot be vengeful. These are things that God says, give them to me. I will handle it. I will take care of it. You do not take this on your own. So in any circumstances, in any situations, we must remain strong. We must remain faithful to the God that we claim that we serve. And then lastly, brothers and sisters, I want to go to John 15, verses 16. You didn't choose me. I chose you. Let me just stop right there. You didn't choose me. I chose you. Too many, too many times and too, uh, and, and, and too often we want to sit down there and say how, 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 what God will do for us and, and all the things that God will do for us. And they're all true, but they're only true for those that God has chosen. There's a lot. Did you notice all these things that if you remain in me and all the John um, from the first of John all the way to, to this point on 16, Jesus says, if you remain in me, I will remain in you. If you do this, if you stay with me, if you stay with me, too many people will start off believing in God, start off trusting in God, but see, they are not producing the fruit. And, and, and the biggest fruit that is not being produced when you start off like that is patience. We get impatient with God. And so we want to walk away from God to go and and get the promise ourselves, we want to walk away from God to go and collect the blessing ourselves. Remember uh, um, with Sarah and Abraham, God had promised them a, a a son, but Sarah got impatient and 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 and, and told Abraham to sleep with uh, 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 Hagar, and 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 Ishmael was was born, and then Sarah got insanely jealous. Hmm, I don't see jealousy. I, uh, I don't see any of that in the fruits of the Holy Spirit, right? Sarah got insanely jealous and demanded that Abraham send uh, Hagar and Ishmael away. And Abraham did that. But there was still the promise. The promise came. Brothers and sisters, one of the fruits of the Spirit that will cause us to break our bond with God is patience. You have to remain patient with God. You have to remain patient and know that the promises that he has given you, they will manifest themselves when God is ready. And it's easy to say that he's an on-time God when you have the blessing in your hands. But the whole time before the, before you got the blessing, you are in, you're impatient, you're anxious. And the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, but put it all into prayer. So brothers and sisters, now is the time to bear my much fruit for God. Let me continue reading and we'll close out. I know I'm going into the one o'clock hour, but this is important. I appoint you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. Brothers and sisters, he has appointed you in the mission and the vision in which you have. Since he has appointed you in that vision, he will give you the provision. Operate in the things that God has already given you. Remain in him so that he can remain in you. And whatever you're in need of, all you have to do is go before him in prayer.
Know that the answer is yes and amen. And be patient on the manifestation of those blessings, on the manifestation of what you ask for. If you ask for it, you must believe that it's already there. When you ask for it, you have to believe that it's coming. Brothers and sisters, you have to, 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 to practice the, 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 the fruits of the spirit within your own selves so that you can affect the so that the fruit of, so that the fruit of the spirits can affect those in your atmosphere it's up to you on which kind of fruit you are going to bear and it's up to you how much of that fruit you're going to bear Now is the time. Now is the time to uh, give your life to God. Now is the time. Don't wait. God's willing to meet you where you are. You have a plan. It was already it was already made out from the moment that you were conceived the moment that the sperm broke the eggshell and the the, the 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 two cells became four and the four became eight and the eight became 16 and the 16 became 32 and the 32 became 64 and the 64 became 128 and the 128 came became 256 and 256 became 512 and 512 became 1024 and 1024 became uh, uh, um, 2048 brothers and sisters there was already a plan by the time you had that many cells from the time that you went from four to eight there was already a plan for your life it doesn't matter we've all danced with the devil we were all in darkness but as jesus said he chose you to come out of that darkness into this light into this truth he's willing to meet you wherever you are in the in, in in the bottom of that beer can, in the bottom of that liquor bottle, in that jail cell, in that prison cell, he is willing to meet you wherever you are. Now is the time. Say this prayer of salvation with me. Accept Christ in your life right now. I put up there our email address, ministers at risinghopeministries.org. As you can see on the bottom of it, it says aftercare. We just don't want you to say the prayer and we're going to leave it, leave it at that. We want you to reach out to us, email us at ministers at risinghopeministries.org. You might have questions. What's next? What We have some information for you, but we also want to reach out to you because we want to help you establish a working relationship with a living God. Now is the time. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, I come before your throne of grace. Today, I confess all my sins. The ones I know about and even the ones I've forgotten. Lord, I take ownership of all my sins. Have mercy upon me, most merciful Father. Please forgive me of these my many sins. Today, Lord, I confess with my mouth 
and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died on the cross for my sins. After three days, God the Father raised him from the dead. And today, he sits at God the Father's right hand. Thank you, Jesus, for paying the price that I can never pay on my own. Please be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if that's the first time you ever said that prayer, or maybe you said that prayer a long time ago, God says he's married to the backslider. Please email us so that we can get you some information and we can help you for the next steps. For everyone else, please, please pray with me that we stay focused and we remain patient and that more importantly, we, we remain in God's will and in his presence. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace. We thank you for this word on today, Heavenly Father. Lord, we, uh, we, we recommit that we want to bear fruits of the Spirit, Heavenly Father, and not fruits of the flesh, Heavenly Father. So now, Lord, we're reaching out to you. Lord, you said we can ask you for anything, and you would give it to us. So, Lord, we're not asking for riches or anything like that. Lord, we are asking that you help us to remain in your Son, Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father. Holy Father, remove those things that are hindering us from producing much fruit. Your fruit, Holy Father. Now, Holy Father, continue to allow us to produce good fruit, a lot of fruit, for your glory. We want your light to shine through us in such a way that people will know that you're still alive and you're still in the saving business. Heavenly Father, we love you with all our heart, mind, body, and soul. May we continue to bring you glory in all that we say and we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, know that I love you. But more importantly, God loves you. You guys have a wonderful and blessed day. Join us tonight at 6 o'clock for um, God Power Studies. We are talking about what is the good news.